Welcome to the Genuine Girl Podcast. I'm Meredith, a 22-year-old recent college graduate who's trying to navigate the post-grad world, successfully adult, and share my authentic experiences with you so that you feel less alone in your struggles while becoming more empowered to be yourself. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I thought I would do a quick little intro before we get into this week's guest interview. I just wanted to give you all my little life update and genuine gym of the week because I know this is kind of my time to connect and update anyone who cares on what's going on in my life, how I'm trying to really stay true to myself and the mission of this whole brand. So I just want to pop this in here real quick before the episode today, which by the way, I think you will love. It is all about time management, about finding what you really enjoy, what you want to prioritize, what you're passionate about, what you're interested in. I mean, literally everything that I think we're all going through at this stage in life. We talk about it in today's episode and my guest is great. She is a college friend and you'll hear more about her, but Before we get into that, I wanted to give an exciting life update. As many of you know, if you've been listening to my podcast for the past several weeks, I have been in this pretty intense studying process at my job, studying for these two licensing exams that I have to pass in order to basically keep my job and start working. So that has been a little exhausting and overwhelming over the past few weeks, but I just took my first exam the other day and I passed and I'm so happy because that was a very tough exam. Like honestly, I think it was more difficult than some of my college exams and classes. Just the whole process from studying to taking the actual exam. It was like a four-hour exam. We studied for like three weeks straight, seven and a half hours a day. So it was intense stuff, but I am so happy and lucky that I made it through. It definitely took a lot of hard work, but it was also a big mindset game for me. And that honestly gets me into my genuine gem of the week because I really, I I was proud of myself. I'm going to say it. I was proud of myself for my mindset toward this big exam that I had on Friday. I'm usually the type of person before I go into an exam or anything really big, job interview, you name it. I can get really down on myself. I question myself and my abilities and my capabilities if I'm capable of even accomplishing what I want to, in this case, passing this exam. And I did not let those negative thoughts win before this test. I literally found myself from, you know, a few nights before all the way up until as I was taking this exam, I kept having to catch myself whenever my mind would go into that negative spiral of, oh, you know, I don't know if you're smart enough, Meredith. I don't know if you've worked hard enough for this. I I think you could do a little more studying right now after work. I would have to stop myself in my tracks and say, hey, you know what? I am doing the best that I can. I am smarter than I give myself credit for. I have worked really hard this entire three weeks, I have done exactly what has been given to me. Like I have studied with my entire time that I'm at work. I have kept up with the material. I have, you know, done pretty much everything I could do to prepare for this exam. And I am fully capable of this. I've done so many hard things in the past. I've passed so many tough exams. And I mean, I graduated college. I got this job. I've done these hard things before, I can do this and I can pass this exam. I have what it takes. And I just had to keep repeating that kind of stuff to myself as I walked into this test because I knew that especially with something this difficult, if I did not talk in a positive way to myself, I was just doing myself a disservice. And any difficulty that that test had would be made even more difficult by the presence of my negative self-talk. So I didn't want to make things even harder than they were already going to be because I I knew deep down, like, yeah, it's going to be a hard exam. Why would I want my own thoughts to make that even more difficult? So basically anything I could do to minimize the difficulty I did. And I would say that is something that really 
it was surprising to me because I don't typically do that. I'm my own worst critic. I'm the first to put myself down. And yeah, like I've been able to get by in the past by doing that. Uh, When it gets down to crunch time, I'm able to kind of silence those voices. But I didn't even just want to silence the voices anymore. I wanted to change the voices completely because yeah, silencing those negative thoughts and that negative self-talk, it might work for a little while, but it always comes back. Like you can't just decide one day I'm going to silence them for good and they never come back. I mean, maybe some people can, but if you can, please tell me how, because my negative thoughts always come back. Anyway, I just wanted to change those negative self-talk thoughts into some positive self-talk and genuine self-talk. Because at the end of the day, I knew deep down, like, yeah, I am capable of this my mind was making me believe that I wasn't. And so in a way, (laughs) tying this to my genuine gem, I think I was really staying true to myself and what I actually knew at my core to be true, that I was capable of doing this. And I actually allowed myself to believe those things for a little bit, at least. (laughs) And it got me through that exam and I passed the exam, luckily. But I also think more than just luck, it was a result of yeah, my hard work, but also those positive thoughts that I was able to give myself beforehand and during the entire exam. So I know that was a little bit of a ramble and I said I was going to make this segment short, but I just think that is so important and I could have a whole episode devoted to self-talk and negative self-talk about these things, but I just wanted to throw that in here because, you know, it's something that I think is so important Uh, to do, to practice that positive self-talk, but it's something, unfortunately, so many of us have just gotten in the habit of not doing. We let these negative thoughts rule our lives, and most of the time, we are not even consciously aware that they are basically taking over our brains and affecting everything we do. So, I just was really excited about that, and I do have one more exam coming up in a little over a week from now, and so... I am fully planning on using that same mentality going into the second exam, but I have one full week left of studying and then we're going to get there and then the real job starts. So you guys will get to stop hearing about me studying, which is probably a relief. Anyway, that's my biggest life update. That's about all that I have to say because I really want you guys to hear this interview I am not going to even say anything else about it because I think you'll hear everything you need to once we get going, but please welcome my guest Navia to the show and enjoy the episode. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I am super excited because I'm here today with one of my good friends from college, Navia. I'm so excited to have her on because as you will soon hear, this girl has a lot going on and is such a girl boss. She's doing everything and I could try to explain it, but I think it's better coming from her. So first of all, Navia, thank you so much for being here. And if you wouldn't mind, could you just give my audience a brief introduction to who you are, where you're from, where you went to school and what you're doing now? Sure. Also amazing intro. 11 out of 10. Thank you. Um, you. I tried my best. And I guess my name's Navia, like Meredith said, Um, and we actually met at TCU, uh, where we both went to school. Um, We graduated at the same time. I graduated with two degrees, one in applied geoscience and one in political science. Um, And getting there was kind of crazy, but we graduated and also got a minor in math. Um, We both did the honors college together. Uh, And then after that, um, I did a few different jobs over the summer. Uh, And then I landed a job as a paralegal, uh, specifically in like the field of veterans law, love the firm I work at, and I've been doing that for a little bit now. That's awesome. I, I remember from when we met, I was just super impressed at everything you were interested in, everything you wanted to do major wise, and just seeing how that all evolved has been super cool. You're definitely well-rounded to say the least, but I know that 
at this point, you know, like you said, you're working right now, but your ultimate goal is to go to law school. And so I would love to kind of start by getting a little bit into that, because I think that's a very admirable goal. And, you know, I've heard that sometimes it can be a tough path. So I would love if you could just kind of explain what sparked that interest in going to law school and have you kind of always had that idea throughout college or have there been any moments where you've kind of doubted that? And if so, how did you overcome that doubt? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'll just give the rundown of pretty much how I even came to my like major decisions and how eventually that led into law school. Um, because I think it's a very, it was a really long process for me. And honestly, the decision didn't come until late in college, which is why I decided to take a gap year or two to figure it out and get my application together. Um, so when I entered TCU, um, I had friends that like Meredith, they like knew what they wanted to do. And I know obviously it's like not a hundred percent certain, but like they stayed pretty committed to like what they were doing and they were in the same major, like obviously people have doubts, but you know, they were pretty much in it. Um, and I, I really respected that. And I kind of expected that I would do the same. Um, which didn't happen. Uh, I actually entered as pre-med the first week. <laughs> yep, I remember that. <laughs> oh, yes, it was an interesting time. Um, and then a couple weeks into my Bio 101 class, I was just sitting there and I was like, I hate this. Like, I, I don't. And it wasn't even that the material was necessarily hard, which it was. And the people who made A's, like, congrats to them. It was <laughs> It was hard, but I think it was my lack of interest in the material um, because there are classes I've taken that have been crazy difficult, but at least I've enjoyed them. And if you don't even enjoy it and it's hard, that's not a good recipe. <laughs> exactly. So, so I ended up dropping that. Uh, and then I took a class on like what to do with your major just because I was in environmental science, but I was still pre-med at the time. So I didn't know what I wanted to do. And through that class, I just kind of figured out um, that I don't know what I want to do, which is something if you don't like, I feel like that in itself is something really important, like not knowing what you want to do. Oh, yeah. if, you, if you go along with the path that you, you've chosen for yourself, um, which I think a lot of us, like, especially like, you know, people like you and me, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to like do things exactly a certain way in a way that like mm -hmm. we've laid out for ourselves and the way society laid out. So I didn't really... I kind of found out that that's not really what I wanted to do. I ended up not, like I had my major in environmental science, but I was kind of pretty chill about even taking classes in it. I kind of took classes just in what I was interested in. And through that, I kind of found out about GIS, which is something I was really interested in. Um, I ended up taking a class in environmental compliance and it was actually just about the laws um, related to environmental, like like affairs and like policy so I ended up you know being really interested in like legal studies and all that kind of stuff so I took a class in the political science department um, and it was like an upper level class and I was not like a humanities major or anything so the professor the first day he was like you good and I was just like I'll be fine we'll find out like I just want to know so the smile through the pain it's yeah. okay it was actually great though um it was a bit of a difficult class but I did I pulled off the A and yes you, know, you did thank you thank you um, but like more importantly I feel like for the first time out of all my classes like I've enjoyed a lot of them but it's the first one where I was like I want to know more like I want to you know see if this is a possible career path so mm -hmm. I ended up doing like picking up a major in political science just because it was all really interesting to me and it was a great department. Uh, and then I did, I landed a court internship with a judge um, and it was really fun for me, I think, to be able to see, you know, how like a courts work in the US um, and just to be able to, you know, be an intern for a judge it was super cool yeah. and yeah all the people I met I like I still keep in touch with and it's just been so amazing um and then I guess after that I was like I 100% like I was kind of on the fence with law school it's like maybe we'll see because I didn't want to commit to something like I had previously I just wanted to be open about it but like after that I felt like an internship really solidified that career decision for me yeah. which I think there is no substitute to working because I think you know, we can take classes, but the only way to know is to just go out and do it. Yep. Yeah. So true. 
So I ended up uh, deciding, and then I kind of found out that I was a little late in the application cycle, um, at least to apply to schools that I wanted to. So I decided to like put it off a few years or, you know, maybe one or two, we'll see. But yeah. uh, I ended up deciding like, oh, I'm going to go out and get a job. Um, I had like some constraints just related to my visa because I'm from a really exotic country called Canada. <laughs> so exotic. That's so cool though. Thank you. Fun um, fact. Mm-hmm. Getting a little extra, but yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up kind of being really worried about, you know, what job am I going to do? Like what field will I go into? Will I like any of the work I'm doing? Um, and definitely, especially towards the end of graduation, I, I felt the pressure. I know Meredith had to go through it, so I appreciate her. <laughs> okay, we were going through it together, girl, don't worry. <laughs> so I remember, I think, probably a couple of days before graduation, I secured a job over the summer at like a summer camp is the best way I can put it. Um, and it was the most fun experience I ever had. Got to go out to California. Oh. I know you were like living so many people's dream. I mean, you were at Stanford, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was beautiful. And like the people there were just uh, like the people I worked with directly were so nice. Um, yeah, it was good. And then right after that, I was like, or like even during, because that was a while, I was like applying to jobs. Um, I was applying as a paralegal because I kind of figured out, you know, if I can get a job as a paralegal, it is hard considering I don't have like official certification or I never went to school to be a paralegal um, because that's its own separate program. Um, So I was like, if I don't land anything here, it's going to be okay. I'll find something like I, I, you know, like I'm a well-rounded person. There'll be something. Of course. not what I want, but I did very luckily get a job as a paralegal um, and it was not in a field I was even aware of, which was like veterans law mm-hmm. um, and like the firm that I've been working for. It's like, it hasn't been too long. It's only been a month, but like I, everybody is like so dedicated to the work they're doing. And I'm like really just interested. Like it's so, I feel like it's a really a blessing to be able to wake yeah. up and be like, I'm so excited to go to work and learn more. Cause definitely oh, it is, yeah. you know, in high school, I mean, not even high school, yes, high school, but also college is like, I've never like throughout my life I've never wake it like woken up and been like yay like, yeah. like yeah okay let's go yeah you just go through the motions and you'll get through it yeah so okay. that's awesome that's so inspiring and it is I I'm starting to feel the same way with my job and it makes a huge difference when you can wake up in the morning and genuinely be excited to go to work or do whatever you have going on like it, right. it makes me feel like oh my gosh, how did I go so long without feeling that? Like, how did I get through college? How did I graduate? How did I keep going? Because it was all that because- was hard. <laughs> it, it's true. Let, let's be honest. It was not obvious. So everyone yeah. can just thank her, send her gifts, whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> I just woke up and she was like, I, I can't believe I get to be in the presence of Navia I mean yep not not even directly but just in the vicinity she's somewhere here somewhere in the vicinity I could just feel the energy you know Mm -hmm. I love it well I I just love hearing your story because I think it is so real and relatable to so many of us because I mean I know you said I kind of knew what I was doing and I did to an extent like I had the same major throughout college and stuff and but even then like you can have the same major, you can change, you can do whatever. And there's still always this feeling, I think, of going through those years of just not really knowing what you want to do or what even your career field that you want is going to look like. And it's pretty scary, but I think you're a great example of someone who just really got out there and tried a lot of different things and just really put yourself into all of those things fully, because it sounds like even in all of those classes you took that kind of sparked your interest, you really committed yourself to learning about those areas and actually giving everything a try rather than just you know, going through the motions and hoping that things work out. So I think that's just an inspiring story and reminder to anyone who's out there, maybe feeling a little lost to, you know, don't give up and keep trying and something will click and something will come just like it did for you. So good job. I just want to 
saying oh, like no <laughs> well sorry I am because it's my podcast so <laughs> I'm kidding uh not really but anyways <laughs> we'll move on from that since it makes you uncomfortable yeah. to hear I mean, compliments I'll I mean I'll respond to like a couple of things about that which is one mm-hmm. Meredith also I just like I feel like her journey has been like just as inspiring for me oh. uh, we are very different people I yeah, think like, we are you know just like I know you're more introverted and I'm a little more on the extroverted side mm-hmm. um, but I think like ultimately like you know both of us went through a lot of the same issues that I think it's universal to all of us like just trying to figure out like do I belong in this space or what's yeah. going to work for me um, I think honestly the best advice I got like that kind of like helped me like do all the things that we've talked about is I remember my freshman year of college I was volunteering with a club and it was for an event for this charity organization and Mm -hmm. um, the director of the charity organization was thanking everybody and he gave out his card to a few people and I was talking with him he's like oh yeah reach out if you have any questions or anything Uh, and usually you just take the card and you're like yeah whatever Um, but like this is like the probably the best decision I single-handedly made in that hot mess of a year wow okay (laughs) I took his card, I emailed him um, and I sent him an email. I was like, hey, my name is Navia. We met, uh, I was a server and volunteer at the charity um, banquet that we attended. Thank you so much. And then I kind of went into how, oh, I don't know what I want to do. And I, you seem so happy. I don't know how do I get to this point where like I have a career, but I'm also, mm-hmm. you know, thriving and enjoy the work I do and you just seem like someone who does and I didn't expect an answer and he did it for maybe a few weeks but I remember probably later in the month I ended up getting an email from him wow. and he was so nice he was like hi it's like a blustery day in Kansas <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> I love that and I was like oh um and he was just like he talked to me like, or he emailed and like wrote about like his life, how he came to the position he was in. And he said, you know, the thing that's made the most difference in my life is, you know, just going out and trying different things and not being afraid to, and like not being afraid to take time off from school to work and not be afraid to like get these new experiences, whether it's like traveling or, you know, doing a job you weren't sure you'd want to do, or even like even on a minor scale, just volunteering for things that you seem you might be interested in. Uh, obviously, we can't like save every single person in the world, but if you have something that you're passionate about, then you know that can help lead you somewhere in the right direction. Yeah. Um, and I think like that's like the best advice like I've ever gotten because like I con- I like refer to that email constantly, and like I think like, it honestly made a big difference because I. Like, I think for me, I was just so scared of disappointing people, disappointing, like, my family or any, like, even myself, like, what if I don't do what we planned? Yeah. And I think, you know, being able to throw that away and, like, be able to start over. Yeah. Wow. That, that's great advice. And I think it's so cool you reached out to that guy in the first place to ask him about all of that, because like you said, that's not something a lot of people would probably do getting a card you you know it's easy to just throw it away or not think about it again after an event but the fact that you followed through you know you never would have gotten that life-changing piece of advice if you hadn't taken the initiative to follow up with this guy so even that in itself is a great piece of advice to my audience you know like don't be afraid to reach out to other people who have kind of gone through it, maybe not even on your path, but you said, you know, he just seemed really happy with what he was doing. So just from that perspective, like if you see someone who seems to love what they do, whatever it may be, it doesn't hurt to ask them like, Hey, how did, how did you get here? Because I want to be like that when I grow up, you know? So I think that's great. And I thought he was too important for me before I emailed I was like should I be emailing the director of an organization he probably has other things going on but like you'd be surprised like people are really happy to give advice especially like older people that's what I've found oh my gosh it's and I mean they have the best advice too like we all should be taking advantage of the older people around us who have been through it because like they know what they're talking about and 
like you said, they're often so happy to talk to younger people and give advice and give back in a way. So that's, that's so cool. I had not heard that story before. So this is fun for me too. I'm getting to know you more. Um, <laughs> well, moving forward a little bit, I think now, now that my audience kind of knows everything you have going on, which is a lot, I would love if you got into a little bit more of how you actually balance everything you have going on from your job to preparing for law school applications and the LSAT. And also, of course, I know you're trying to stay healthy and sleep and have a social life and all of those things outside of school and work. How do you balance all of that right now while remaining happy and healthy? Because I know you and I were just talking like, you are seeming really happy right now with where you're at in life. And I, that's awesome to see, but you also seem to be busier than ever. So how do you maintain that balance? Yeah, I think that's something that's really good to touch on. I think for me, I'm busy because I know what I want to do. And I'm, even though more of my time is spent doing like a lot of different things, I'm happier doing them. So it doesn't feel like I'm busy. Mm -hmm. um, it just feels like I am, I'm taking time to do things that work for me and that make me happy. Like even work, like I don't feel tired when I leave. I feel like really happy that I went to work and I was able to do things that I think are important for other people. Um, yeah. And I guess in terms of balancing your time, I, I get it because I there's only so much time in the day and we all need to sleep get that beautiful sleep <laughs> oh yeah I know and you know there was I think we everybody will inevitably go through this especially in college where you just are like do I need to do my laundry like do I need to eat <laughs> true it's, um, it's bad when it gets to that point I know. And like, I've been through all the phases with balancing my life. Like I've also like, there have definitely been points in college where, especially earlier on where like, I'm an extroverted person. So I used to like go out a ton and like, I was a serial dater. So oh my God. so much. No, Meredith knows about it. I, this is like one of my favorite things about you though. Like it's, you always have the tea. I'm like, I can go to Navio and I need a little entertainment because she's always out there doing fun stuff. And I'm just here at home like watching TikTok. So <laughs> you were at least out there, you know, expanding um, your horizons. Yeah. Which I think it can be good. And it can also be bad if it detracts from like things you need to focus on, you know, like, you know, you need to focus on your grades. You need to like get sleep. You need to do all these things. You need to take care of yourself. Like self-care is really important. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't, cause you know, dating and partying I don't think that's necessarily self-care at least for me if it is for you that's fine but I think you know the older I've gotten the more I'm just like I think I just want to take time to myself and like focus on self-reflection and um, that's something really important to me at this phase but you know I've definitely been there so I don't judge anybody again like I totally no, get it we are non-judgmental here on genuine girl because we're genuine exactly <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I guess so now I guess how I prioritize things is like I I think like just cutting those two things out of my life has been has given up a lot of time for me um I like I spend time like I need to spend time studying because I am like studying for a test for the LSAT which is the law school admissions test yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the acronym yeah. but um, sounds right to me <laughs> I, I mean I don't know what else it could be yeah, uh, me neither, actually. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Two, yeah. two smart girls here. <laughs> uh, there's That's definitely one. No, no. You, that, that would be you. Because honestly, if you would have said LSAT to me and asked me to tell you what that is, I, I don't know if it would have come to my mind right away. I just know it oh. as the LSAT. But you know what? Like, I used to call the ACT and the SAT the ACT and the SAT. <laughs> Wait, I love that. Why doesn't everyone do that? I don't know. And I just remember the day of the like my ACT, I was like ready to take the act, guys, because things used to be in for COVID, and like people yeah. were like, "What the act? <laughs> You're acting? What? What? Where? <laughs> I mean, I was kind of acting during the ACT. Let's be real, because no. there was a lot of acting going on. I didn't really know what I was doing. 
no, no, she would not have gone to TCU. She, I, I promise, she not Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're right. You're right. We we made it through those days. Whew, I almost forgot about the ACT. That dark times. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah. So now I, I guess you know I go to work. I take my time to like study for the LSAT. I I spend time working out. I've been trying to be diligent about it, especially because you know, during the summer and like towards the end of graduation, I definitely fell off the wheel with that. So it's more just about like blocking out time feeling like I have to do these things at these times. So like in the morning, I'm like, I know working out makes me feel better in the morning. So I'm going to wake up early and do it because I do, I think also like knowing when, what times work for you in terms of productivity is a big deal because Mm -hmm. I like, obviously I used to stay out, like stay up really late just because of like my part-time job I had in college usually I ended up doing work a little later and then you know just because of all the other stuff I used to do Um, and I just found that I'm like a morning person so it's not I'm not really productive after a certain time so yeah (laughs) oh yeah you know (laughs) seriously I was such a grandma in college like you could just tell when we went to dinner together I just hit a wall at one point and then I could tell like a different Meredith came out Uh, yeah yeah probably not the best you don't want to see me after a certain time at night that's all I'm gonna say (laughs) true we're getting real genuine now (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I so I guess that's something and then I do I take time at night to read because I find that like Love that. not looking at my phone is really helpful and just like being able to read has you know calmed me down and I feel kind of smart <laughs> hey yeah I <laughs> like, think so oh, reading okay. does make you smarter mm-hmm. doesn't even matter what kind of book but that's that's smart and it's supposed to help with your sleep too you know if you read before bed instead of scrolling on social media or whatever you sleep better so there's benefits all the way around that's awesome yeah I think you make a good point too about just finding the times in the day where you're kind of the most productive and where your mind is working the best and scheduling things that way can be really helpful because I think a lot of us know if we're more of a morning person or a night person but I think being really intentional if there's something you want to start incorporating into your life but you don't know when or how you're going to do it look at the time when you know you're more likely to actually follow through with it it's probably when your brain is working the best when you have the most energy whether that be in the morning or the night and fit it in I mean (laughs) it's it is hard though I especially for you with you know working all day and studying and everything else I'm sure sometimes it feels hard to fit in a workout if you've had like a really long day or if you're just exhausted from the previous day like finding the motivation to do that I'm sure is challenging do you ever struggle with motivation to do some of that yeah I definitely that was a beautiful summary by the way I was like wow (laughs) thank you you know I appreciate it because sometimes I feel like I get on here and I just start rambling and then I ask a question and I'm like I I don't even know if that makes sense. I hope she followed. So thanks. Right, completely. I have been following so far. So you're doing good. Perfect. So, but yeah, and motivation. I think, yeah, it is hard, especially I think when I was first getting my schedule into place, when I started working, it was kind of difficult to wake up in the morning. Like I am a morning person, but it was still difficult to like adjust to a new sleep schedule. And I've kind of learned about this whole thing called like, I forget what it is, but it's like that you have sleep cycles. So it's like, you want to wake up like naturally. Mm -hmm. So I just go to bed early enough. So like what I'll wake up, like I do naturally wake up early in the morning. If I go to sleep early, it just like depends what the, it's not going to be a specific time. It's not going to be right at 630. So I did have a alarm in place, but like slowly over time, I just kind of slept earlier and then just like woke up whenever I woke up and I was just like, I'm going to get out of bed. I'm not going to like sleep. If it's like 543, yeah. I'm not going to like hit the snooze <laughs> button for like 17 more minutes. Like right. I'm just going to get up. So. Just get up. Oh, that's such a good tip. And it seems so much healthier to just live without an alarm all the time and just to get to that place where you're naturally waking up when you need to and getting yeah. out of bed right away that's a huge one because I know a lot of people who just 
I mean, and I've done it too, but you wake up and you're tired. So you just end up laying there on your phone, just like not getting out of bed. And I feel like whenever I do that, I just am more stressed going into my day because that's time that I could have actually been doing a little morning routine or just like doing something important to me and getting ready for the day ahead. And so getting out of bed right away, I think that's a big one. Yeah. And I think, and I'm not saying like I've perfected it or anything. I definitely still, there are still days where I'm just like, maybe I can just sit in my bed oh, and like yeah. scroll on TikTok or, you know, I, I, you know, I still on the weekends, I'm just like, whatever. Like if I have a late night, I have a late night. Yeah. Um, you got to have some of those sometimes too. I think that's a good point. Like you can't hold yourself to this perfect standard 24 seven, you know, all the time because you are going to burn out and then, you know, you might just stop doing everything that's good for you and you don't want it to get to that extreme. So I think it's good to give yourself a little bit of space for flexibility too, like on the weekends for you or whenever it may be. So that's awesome. And good for you for being able to do all of that because it that's tough. <laughs> Thank you. We're trying out here, but that's okay. So one other question I had just related to time management, I'm curious to know kind of how you keep track of all your tasks, everything you have to get done. Are you more of like a to-do list girl? Do you have a planner? Do you put it all on Google calendar? Like how does your brain kind of work with that? And how have you learned to organize everything that you have to do each day? Yes. So great question. I am not like Meredith in the sense that maybe I'm crazy, but I struggled with having a planner and I literally just used to put sticky notes and like write down the most important priority or like write things on my hand. Um, Oh yeah. You told me about writing things on your hand. I was like, girl, how do you do that? (laughs) My hand would be covered. (laughs) I know it was a hot mess. And the thing is it did work like for me for a while, just because that's how I've always like been. Um, but I guess the busier I got, especially this year, I realized, you know, I need to have a system in place. So I did try and figure out what kind of planner I wanted because I've tried them and they have not worked. So I was, I need to find like what worked for me, which I will say Meredith has a planner episode, a link in the description. Oh I'm going to just say that. I don't know <laughs> what you'll actually Oh wait. Well, since you said it, I have to put it in the description okay. now. The power. <laughs> Thank you. You're like free advertising for me. Thank you. Could you know, just yeah. run my social media? <laughs> um, I'll be posting I'll be like excuse us um we have a new episode dropped <laughs> drop it that, you know what that's what I need <laughs> I know but it's it's genuinely a good episode um I think for me I was listening to it um I listened to it two times so like the first time when it came out and then I think most like recently I think maybe a couple months ago and I was just like okay so the planner she's talking about uh which what is, what is the planner what's the name of it again I think it was the day designer right yeah and um I was like okay that doesn't work for me because one that's inevitably I'm not gonna be as dedicated to it um and also I don't I think planning out that much might be a lot for me especially Mm -hmm. because I'm not like committed yet I think working your way up because if you're writing on sticky notes in your hand you're not going to automatically be a day designer person (laughs) Exactly. And for those who don't know, I'll just give a brief overview. The day designer is like probably the most intense kind of planner you can have because it each page is basically its own day and has time blocks like from 6am to 8pm or something and you can write hour by hour what you're doing. So yes, if you're starting from sticky notes, that might not be what you need right away. But anyway, continue. It's going to be a wild ride. But (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I went on to Amazon and I found a really good planner. It's by Clever Fox. Wait, do I have it? I mean, y'all can't see it. Meredith Hey, you know what? I have this recording on video, so we might just have to post this (laughs) on Instagram. Um, So I don't know. Inside it's like, I don't know. How do I say it? Yeah. So like it has like for like the days, it'll have like a few lines under each and then. Okay. Yeah. And then it has like your main goal for the week and then your priorities. Oh, that's then, cute. 
And then below it is just like, oh, like regular notes, like a to-do list and then like habits you want to keep up every day. I like um, that. Yeah. It's so like drinking water, going to the gym. Yeah. Kind of and like, I also like it because if you do your like main goal, you like have to give yourself a reward. Ooh, which I like. I like that idea. That see, that's a way to keep you going because if you know you're going to get something good after, then you do treat, it. Treat yourself. Um, treat yourself. And they have stickers, which it's Ooh. not like cringy. It's like adult stickers. Uh, no stickers are cringy, but sometimes if you're like me and you get overly like obsessed with, oh, how will it look if I have stickers? I mean, it's good. It's like, like I forget, they have like payday stickers, which have been really helpful because wow. I can't keep track of my paydays. <laughs> uh, no, that's a smart idea. I love it. And stickers, yeah, they're fun. And they make things look prettier. Like love it. little arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. yeah Your inner so child I usually like do it Sunday night um okay and I try and keep up with it as much as I can but if I don't I'm not like I'm not gonna kill myself about it because it's just like like I'm still in the process of trying to use a planner and that was the whole point of buying this so yeah and it's like not, not insanely expensive like I think it was almost say 25 so okay pretty good. yeah and it's called clever fox is that right yeah it's like okay. it's another bound too so it's Oof, okay I'll put some information about that in the description as well if you want to send me a link Navia I can <laughs> pop it in there if anyone wants to check out what she uses <laughs> yes because we are different in terms of our planning styles I mean that planner sounds great though like I would probably like it too it seems like it's good for anyone so Mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah. um very cool I, I just love hearing about how people go about planning their days and prioritizing and just the whole time management thing I mean clearly you're very good at it you have it figured out and uh I feel like you're just thriving post-grad too which is awesome to see because I mean I don't mean this in a mean way but a lot of people definitely do not thrive post-grad like it takes a little bit because some people just love college so much that it's hard to transition out of that um but I think you're definitely you know doing everything right you're on the right track so if anyone's looking for a way to successfully navigate post-grad you should just imitate Navia and you'll probably be good so (laughs) that's all I gotta say thank you I think honestly for me a lot of it was not just like I think it was just a lot of change that happened like not just with my career and professionally but I think also you know internally like just learning to be a better person (laughs) so that's huge that's that's a big part of it I think a lot of people do focus so much on like the career or the grad school or whatever it is they're doing after college like professionally but you also have to think about personally like how you're growing and how you're changing. And, you know, I think just the fact that you've been so self-aware and reflective of that, which I know you have been for years now. So it's just great to see the growth personally, professionally, all the ways, Navia, great work. I hope this is like a confidence boost for you because I think you're doing great. It's feeding my ego, that's for sure. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) well, okay, cool. No, I love it. Well, I'm going to end off here with just a couple of questions that I have started asking all of my guests that I'm having on. Now, I know this is kind of out of left field, so you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but I would love to just know if you could choose one thing in your life that has most greatly shaped who you are as a person, what would it be and why? I think it's a fun way to get to know people and what really makes them a genuine girl. Sure. I mean, I guess I recently talked about uh, that email that I sent out to that director. I think another one, (laughs) it came from like somebody (laughs) I hooked up with. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. We're going there, people. People do it, (laughs) y'all. But like, I was just like, not like happy. And I was just like, I don't know why this isn't working. Like it, it usually does. I don't know what's happening. And we were just chilling. We were talking. And this person was just like, you know, it's okay to change. Wow. And, so, and I think for me, like, I I have this image of who I am. I think we all do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think 
that really helped me, especially coming from someone who maybe didn't know me as well as other people did. Um, I think, you know, strangers, I mean, yeah, I mean, strangers kind of telling you that I just think is really impactful because it's like my friends, like even you, like I know everybody has a certain idea of who I am. And Mm so I'm always so afraid of like, what if I just become like a different person and I'm like not who people thought I was, but you know, I've found out that like, no, if you change, like it's okay. Like it's okay to not have the same exact personality or same vibes. Like it's okay to be a different person. And honestly, like nine times out of 10, you're getting better. So like, why, why would you hate that? So I love that. That's so true. I mean, as long as you are changing in a way that feels authentic and true to who you really are and not just who other people want you to be, then I think it's a good change, right? And you shouldn't be afraid to be yourself. And, you know, if people don't like you for who you are after this change, then unfortunately, they just don't need to be in your life because you deserve to be around people who are going to accept you for who you are and uplift you. And I think that is the hardest thing for a lot of people who are kind of battling that, you know, trying to be who they really are. And I guess change how they're presenting themselves to the world they're worried about you know what if all of my friends don't like me anymore what if I fail what if I get judged all these negative things but I mean as hard as it is I think you have to realize that the right people are going to accept you through that change and if they don't then they're not the ones for you and for me at least I kind of went through that too where throughout college I was struggling trying to be the same person outwardly as I was inside and just like sometimes that did require me to change a little bit of how I was interacting with people to be a little more authentic and that caused me to lose some friends that caused me to be very lonely at times but at the end of the day it was for the best and it's helped me get closer to genuine people who you know are actually good friends like you So thank you for being a good friend and for also, you've definitely taught me that it's, it's okay to change too. So honestly, that, that goes into my second question, which was going to be what one life lesson or piece of advice you would give to your younger self. But unless you have anything else, I think that's a great one. (laughs) Um, I mean, I really just think like, it's okay to change. I think for me, it's just like learning to be more open with people, like, knowing that like, if I have this image of being like some, a certain type of person, you know, changing it over time is okay. Like I know I already said it, but I think, you know, which is what this podcast is all about. And I, especially in your twenties and like, when you're a teenager, you think like, this is who I am. Like, I can't change. This is it. Oh yeah, It's not like, I'm not going to be the same person five years from now. Like I think of who I was five years ago and I'm like, I cannot recognize that person, honestly. So, oh, true me too that's kind of embarrassing to think about five (laughs) years ago me (laughs) but you know the thing is is like I know I'm gonna like I forget who said this but I remember I don't know where I've heard this from but it was like somebody saying you're always gonna be cringing at yourself whether it's like like who I am now I'm five years from now I'm gonna be like oh my god that thing I did was so cringy so being on Meredith's podcast is so cringy (laughs) so cringy (laughs) I know I appreciate the limelight um well I inevitably probably look back on this five years later and be like did she really talk about hook up on a podcast (laughs) it's okay Navia don't worry no judgment from me I I think it's the truest expression of who you are and that's okay you're being genuine so I can't you know I can't get mad at you for that but I I I agree with the cringing thing. I heard something similar. It was like, if you cringe at yourself from, you know, the past, that just means you've grown and you've become better. So if you look at cringing as a positive thing, then it makes it a little easier to deal with because that's a sign. Positive. (laughs) There you go. That's my quote of the year. (laughs) Look at cringing (laughs) as a positive thing. Next time you cringe at yourself, remember it's a sign of growth. Yeah. But you know, I think, you know, and I think I really like what you've been doing on the podcast so far. I will say that because I feel like a certain episodes have really resonated with me, especially when you've been like, I don't know everything 
but this is why I'm going to bring in this person, or this is why I'm going to talk through what I'm feeling. It doesn't mean I know what I'm doing, but it's just how I'm feeling, which I think a lot of podcasts don't do that. It's just, they don't. I'm not yeah. judging, but I will say a lot of them are like, so here's what I know. And right. I know you touched on it in your own, po- this podcast, but right. I get it. Well, thank you. I'm so glad you're getting that out of this. Cause I agree. I mean, I love a good self-help podcast. I love hearing from people who know what they're talking about or are an expert in some fields, but sometimes I think we just need some more real voices who are just like, yeah, you know, I don't know everything. This is what I'm going through. And if you can relate, then cool, stick around. And if not, then okay, you don't have to let me know. But <laughs> um, I, I'm glad you're getting something out of it. And honestly, I love just having guests like you too, because you have taught me a lot. I mean, over our friendship, but also just in this episode, I feel like I'm learning from you. So I just wow. want to thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, just before we go, if anyone, because I feel like you are going to be like a go-to person for some people who are listening, who are like, I don't know what to do with my life. I don't know how to manage my time. Maybe people want to go to law school. Maybe people have an interest that relates to something you're doing. Is there like an email or social media or anything that people could contact you on if they have questions? Yeah. Um, so I'll give two. My email is naviacoley1 at gmail.com, which Meredith will just put in the description. I will. I will. Spelling <laughs> my name is a whole effort for some people. So yeah. there's that. And then I'm also, it's the same exact like thing for my Instagram handle. It's naviacoley1. Um, Perfect. Got to keep it the same. It the I same. love the consistency. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the perk of having a unique name. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? The first Navicoli was taken, so I had to be Navicoli one. Oh, there's another. Who is she? We need to find her. Oh, I don't know who she is. Just like, it's I okay. Swear. I'll look. I'm a good stalker. I can find people. I know. We have to. We have to battle. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm number one. I, I clarified that I'm number one. So. You are number one. So I mean, that's true. Do you really want to take the one out of your name? I don't know. I don't know. But. Just remember the one and you'll be good. You'll have the right Navia to anyone listening. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you again for being on. I think this was a great episode, lots of great tips. And to anyone listening, I hope you will reach out to Navia if you want to chat with her more because she's a great resource and can probably help you out a lot. So thanks again, Navia. And to everyone else, hope you have a good week. Remember to stay true to yourself and be a genuine girl. See you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. And if you're really feeling kind, give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok at underscore genuine girl underscore. See you next week.